where you're standing. Why don't you throw your hands up right now? Throw your hands up and lift up your voice. Come on, somebody lift up your voice and worship him, worship him. Come on, from the front to the back. From the front to the back, from the left to the right. Somebody worship him, somebody magnify him. Come on, somebody, somebody, anybody. Lift up your voice. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God, shout unto God. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, can you feel what's taking place right now? I said, can you feel what's taking place right now? Can you feel what's going on in the supernatural realm right now? God is shaking this place. God is rocking this place. And y'all are waiting on me and God is waiting on you. I said, you're waiting on me and God is waiting on you. He's already in the building. He's already in this house right now. Somebody reach out and grab him. Somebody reach out and touch him right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I promise you, I'm getting ready to try to preach, but the Holy Ghost is moving right now. Let's not be in a rush. Let's not be in a hurry. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. It's not our will, but thy perfect will be done, God. We get out of the way. We move out of the way, Lord. We want you to have your way in this house tonight, God. We feel your presence. We feel your spirit. And for that, we are grateful. We are thankful for the presence of God that we feel. One more time. Just throw your hands up one more time. Somebody. Come on. Somebody is receiving breakthrough right now. Somebody is receiving deliverance right now. Right now. Somebody. Come on, lift those hands. Lift those hands for a few more seconds. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Chains can fall off right now. I know y'all waiting on me, but I said chains can fall off right now. Somebody can start speaking in tongues right now. Somebody can be healed in their body right now. Right now, right now, right now. It can happen, it can happen, it can take place right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, Father. Bless your holy name. What a tangible presence of the Lord that we feel. It's good to be in church. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Is anybody glad just to be in church tonight? Amen. Glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time. I'm glad that he allowed us to live and allowed us to see another day to make it back to his house one more time. I believe that the people of God gather together. He meets us here. and Special things happen. Amen. I said special things take place. And they've already begun. Uh, feel that freedom and deliverance, 
liberation has already begun to take place in this house tonight. What a privilege, what an honor to be here to stand behind this sacred desk. I do give honor, not only honor, but I do give double honor as the Apostle Paul instructed Timothy, his son, in the gospel to do. He said to give double honor. We honor everybody. I know this is Pastor Appreciation Month. Whatever church you go to, make sure you honor your pastor this month in some form or fashion. Amen. We honor everybody. But Paul told Timothy, he said, give double honor. Notice the adjective. Not just honor. Give double honor to the elders who rule well among us, especially those who labor in word and doctrine. So we give double honor to the man and woman of God of this house. Can you help me celebrate Pastor and First Lady Walden? Come on, you can do better than that. Come on, you can do a little better than that. Let's give God praise for this wonderful, wonderful family. Thank you so much for the honor of standing here tonight. Not only uh, them, but even their whole family, uh, Brother Jake and Sister Annabeth. We thank God for all they do here for this church. Amen and beyond. Let's give it up one more time for the Walden family as a whole. What a wonderful family, a blessed family. We love and appreciate their friendship, their ministry. Honored to be here. Give honor to my wife, my better half. She keeps me balanced, keeps me out of trouble. Amen. Sister Tanya, our kids are over in, in kids' church or children's church. Hope they're doing okay. Amen. Hope they're not tearing it up over there. Amen. Hopefully my son get the Holy Ghost again. He needed it again. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Don't tell him I said that. Amen. But they're here somewhere. I know they're being blessed by Sister Shelby, such an outstanding evangelist in this and every pastor that's here, of course, see Pentecostal of McDonough, the Harvey's great friends of mine. Uh, Brother Chris loved me so much that he drove all the way from Louisiana just to be in this service tonight. Amen. And I love Brother Chris, uh, pastor in a wonderful church in Louisiana, him and his wife. Every other church is represented here. God bless you. I'm just honored to be here. Of course, my, my brothers are, are with us as well. Brother David Medina. Amen. I think that's Tristan Blackwell. He came in late. Amen. Amen. I'm going to be all right tonight. I got my brothers in the house. Amen. Amen. The book of Job, chapter 1, such an honor to be here, as I said. Amen. I've been keeping up with all the reports uh, that God has been doing here uh, with this church, even during the pandemic. Uh, many people have been baptized and rebaptized and filled and refilled. We give God praise for that. Yes, Amen. That Jesus will not be stopped. No pandemic, amen, nothing can stop, amen, Jesus. And so we celebrate with this wonderful church. Also, Sister Lindsay, we honor her, amen, looking forward to her ministry as well. Job chapter 1, Job chapter 1, very familiar passage of scripture, Job chapter 1. We're going to commence at verse 6. I'll read a few verses and I'll let you be seated. Job chapter 1, verse Six. When you have it, say amen. amen. The Bible says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth? A perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and excueth evil. Verse 9, then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for not? Everybody shout, for nothing. Has not thou made an hedge about him and about his house 
and about all that he hath on every side. Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power only upon himself. Put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Job chapter 1 verse 10. I want to read this from the Living Bible translation. Not only verse 10, but also verse 11. I want to read this from the Living Bible translation for clarity for our subject tonight. The Bible says, verse 10, the Living Bible, you have always protected him and his home and his property from all harm. You have prospered everything he does. Look how rich he is. Listen to how Satan talks to God. He says, no wonder he worships you. Verse 11, Living Bible Translation. He said, but just take away his wealth and you'll see him curse you to your face. No wonder he worships you. Take away his wealth, and you'll see him curse you to your face. Tonight, for a brief moment, I simply want to just lift this and use this as my subject. The worship challenge. The worship challenge. Everybody shout that. The worship challenge. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. The worship challenge. The worship challenge challenge going into 2020 many people said that this was going to be a year of clear vision and clear focus many churches use that as their 2020 theme clear vision clear focus but i'm not sure if many people saw this coming 2020 has not only been a year a new year but It was supposed to also be a new decade that people were claiming. They were testifying that this is my season of increase, prosperity, and blessings. But then COVID-19 introduced itself. And the world we once knew has changed. Our lives this year has been hijacked by an unknown virus that nobody still Can't seem to figure out. In the beginning, they told us, they said, it's airborne. Next, they said, it's not. Then they said, stop buying masks. Save some for the medical workers. Then they said, no, don't leave the house without one. Then they told us, just wait around. Summertime is coming. The heat will surely kill it. We're out of the summer, y'all. And here we are. The next day, well, they said, well, uh, flu season is quickly approaching, so let's just get through flu season. Then they tell us that social distancing is required until first they start off by saying, give it a month. Then it became, give it a few months. Now I heard somebody say it may go through 2021. One brilliant person said, I think we ought to socially distance for the rest of our lives. This is exactly right. This is the world that we are living in right now. My family, we had a a vacation, a yearly vacation planned to go 
uh, down to Orlando in May, and of course that trip had to be canceled. We had the resort already planned. We had the plane tickets, the rental car. We had bought theme park tickets, and I never buy tickets early. I'm still mad about that. And the year I bought it, we had to postpone and push it to later on in the year. The world has and still is spinning out of control. Things and people that we used to have confidence in is now crumbling right before our very eyes. Do I have a witness in here? When the pandemic first hit back in March, the school didn't know what to do, so they just said, shut it all down. They canceled the rest of the year, and now school has started back up, and they still don't know what they're doing. It's in person for some, and some are still at home. Jobs are still laying off. Companies are still furloughing. Businesses are still being shut down permanently. Hospitals Yes, are still overcrowded, and sadly, people are still getting sick. Friends and family members are still dying. It feels like we are in the middle of a scary movie that won't end. People are hurting. People are losing things. People are relapsing. Have you read that suicide has increased during the pandemic? Depression has increased during the pandemic. Divorces has increased during the pandemic. Child abuse has increased during the pandemic. COVID-19 has put all of us, I don't care how long you've been in the church. I don't care what position you hold. I don't care how well together you appear to be, how many followers you have on social media. COVID-19 has put all of us in a place that now our worship has been challenged. And the main thing the enemy is doing, he's standing by and he's snickering and he's watching, trying to see if we're real or if we've been faking it. He's standing by watching to see are we the real deal? Are we still worshiping God? Or have we turned our back? Have we left him as well? Have we backslid and went back to the beggarly elements of the world, but I believe on this Friday night here in Winterville, uh, it may not be full, it may not be many of us, but there's still a remnant uh, of apostolics uh, who can say, I will never stop worshiping. I don't care if I'm in a building. I don't care if I'm watching at home online. I will never put my hands down. I will never close my mouth. It's for God I live and for God I die. Do I have anybody that can testify my worship is real? Can anybody testify my worship is authentic? Even from the beginning of the pandemic, I've been worshiping. And if this pandemic continues to go, I'm still going to keep worshiping all the way till Jesus comes back. In our text, we find very familiar scripture. I just want to talk a little bit tonight. We find Job going through it, y'all. He's, he's not in a pandemic like we are, but it sure felt like it. Satan one day had a meeting with God, and he said, I believe Job only worships you because of what you've given him. He said, look outside in his driveway. I worship you too. If I was driving a 2020 Mercedes S-Class. 
He said, I'll worship you too if I lived in a 10,000 square foot home. If I had six figures in the bank. If I only ate at five star restaurants. If I had a private jet. If I only vacated in diamond resorts. If I had a whole box of Rolex watches, of course, I would worship you as well. Satan said, let me touch the things that he finds joy in. Let me touch the things that he finds comfort in. Look at all his ten beautiful children. Let me touch the things that he takes pride in. In no uncertain terms, y'all, he challenged God. And Satan, God said, Satan, I accept your challenge. He said, but here are the ground rules to this challenge. He said, I'll give you a temporary permission slip to touch every single thing he has, but you cannot touch his life. Ladies and gentlemen, my question for all of us tonight is what's going to happen as this pandemic is still afoot? What's going to happen if God accepts Satan's challenge for you? We don't want to talk about this. We want to talk about Job, but let's now contextualize this now. What's going to happen if God accepts uh, Satan's challenge for you and your family? Uh, what's going to happen if God tears down the fence uh, and he allows Satan free access uh, to mess with your stuff? Uh, because the Bible lets us know that Satan did not waste any time attacking Job. As soon as he left the presence of God, he killed Job's livestock, uh, which is how Job made his money. Satan, uh, he killed all ten of Job's children and his servants in the same day y'all Job did not even have time to catch his breath every time one person went out with bad news another person came in but look at what Job did in Job chapter 1 verse 20 the Bible says after hearing all of this mess the Bible says that Job arose he tore off his mantle he shaved his head and he fell down on the ground and he worshipped and then he uttered those famous words in verse 21 he said naked came I into the world and naked shall I return he said the Lord gives and the Lord takes away he said blessed be the name of the Lord I'm preaching to somebody tonight can you still worship God in this season I'm just wondering if pain comes your way, will you still be able to worship God? What's going to happen if God tears down the fence and people start dying around you? People start talking about you. People start assassinating your character. You can't afford to pay your bills. If the coronavirus invades your body, what do you do, child of God? Do you lament? Do you murmur? Do you complain? Do you backslide? Or do you fall down and worship do you fall down and tell Jesus you're still the greatest thing that's ever happened to me I'm still go praise you I'm still go worship you 
I'm preaching to somebody tonight. We're all going to have to learn how to worship God when it's up or down, when it's good or bad, when it's happy or sad. Because if you only worship God when your life is good, then you're not worthy of him. You see, when the devil comes in through a storm and he wipes out everything and everybody around you, you got to look at all the debris and you got to say what Job did in Job. 13 and 15 he said though he slay me he said yet he said though he slay me yet will I trust him another translation says although he cuts me off from the blessings I still will worship him I'm just wondering young man young lady I'm just wondering parent what happens if God cuts you off from the blessings what happens if God gets silent for a season will you still worship him will you still serve him will you still magnify him will you still show up every Sunday will you still pay your tithes will you still live for him or will you turn away like everybody else Job was able to make it through all of this because his worship was real on the other side of the coin we now have folks that have begun to complain during this COVID-19 season. People are saying, well, they're telling God, I give money every Sunday and I still lost my job. I've been faithful to the house of God for many years and I still got sick. I always praise God around the church. I'm the first one at the altar. I'm running, I'm dancing, I'm shouting. I sing with the choir. But I still lost my house. Still lost my car. You have to be careful when you start thinking like that and talking like that. Because now the devil has you right where he wants you. Because he knows there's some holes in your worship. He said, maybe their worship really wasn't as real as I thought. Maybe their worship was only predicated on blessings. Because now you're beginning to question everything you were taught about God. And God is wondering, is that all you wanted from me was blessings? That's all it took was a pandemic to cause you to curse me? To cause you to put your hands in your pocket and say, I'm done. And then all it took was a pandemic. God is saying you got to be careful. That we don't only just worship him for what he can do for us. But you better always worship him for who he is. That if he never does anything else for me, he's already done enough. If he never blesses me with anything else, temporal or materialistic, just because of who he is, is already enough for me. You better be careful. You better be careful when you start saying things like that. And I understand, I know, I know many times we like to, we like to sing it sometimes. We even like to preach it and quote it that when the praises go up, 
the blessings come down. The Bible says that he inhabits the praises of Israel. So truthfully, my dear brothers and sisters, when the praises go up, it's not about the blessings coming down. It's about the blesser coming down. See, we don't shout over that. If I said when the praises go up and the blessings come down, you'll be tearing the church up because we're after blessings. But the fact of the matter is, I don't care if blessings come down as long as the bless. As long as the blesser comes down. Y'all better hear me preach in this house. Because you can get blessings and lose blessings. But as long as I got the blesser, I can always get blessings. So when the praises go up, Jesus himself comes down. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the blesser. Hey, I can got to be careful. We've got to be careful. I'm just talking tonight. We have to be careful. We have to be careful because here we are with the best thing. Hear me now. That God could bless us with himself. See, we don't shout over this. Let me, let me say it again. God has blessed us with the greatest thing he could offer us. Himself. That's still not good enough. Y'all wanted me to say a, a Lexus or a Maserati or gold and diamonds. What do you want me to say? I said God gave you himself. That's enough to make me, that's enough to make me shout. That's enough to make me have a praise break and give him praise that the greatest thing he could have gave me was himself. That's why in the book of Revelation, I'm just talking, y'all. I'll get back to Job in a minute. That's why in the book of Revelation, uh, he said in the last day, he's coming back. Here it is. Uh, he said, and my reward will be with me. How many people want the reward? Uh, how many people are looking for the reward? He said, when I come back, uh, he said, I'm bringing my reward with you. Okay, what is the reward? That's in Revelation. Uh, you got to go all the way back to the book of beginning. In the book of Genesis, when God told Abraham, he said, I am thy great and exceeding reward. See, there we go. We still don't get excited about Jesus. We still don't get happy about Jesus. I'm going to preach it till you get happy. I'm sorry. I didn't come to prophesy cars and money and houses and checks in the mail. We ain't talking about that tonight. We're just talking about Jesus tonight. He said, when I come back, I'm not giving you a new car. I'm not giving you diamonds. I'm not giving you no money. He said, I'm giving you me. And that ought to be enough that he gave us himself we have we have I'm just talking we have we have the best thing anybody could have Jesus and yet we're still trying to pimp him for a car I'm sorry that was too strong I'm sorry I'm just, I'm just being myself I'm sorry we're trying to pimp him for a house, for a man, for a woman. 
And God is saying, I gave you the best I had to offer. When I fill you with my spirit. When I gave you the gift of the Holy Ghost, there is nothing. There is nobody. God, y'all better hear me. I said, if you got the Holy Ghost in here tonight, you have the greatest thing you could ever have on this earth. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but the Holy Ghost is better than your spouse. The Holy Ghost is better than your children. It's better than your fiance. The Holy Ghost is better than your job, your degree, your house, your money, your name. There is nothing greater than God's spirit coming inside of you. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can get it tonight I said you can get it tonight in the name of Jesus God we we are in the middle of this pandemic we're still it feels like we haven't really got our footing yet ah uh, uh, yeah we're starting to get used to it a little bit but we're still spiralingly a little bit it's still Pastor Walden said it when he came up here tonight we still don't know uh, how to greet each other I, I haven't saw my dear friend the Harveys this whole year uh, and we usually hang out all the time even when I saw them I didn't know what to do like I never even saw them before uh, do I kick you do I elbow you do we chest bump I don't know what we're supposed to do now do we sanitize I don't know what in the world is going on things are things are going crazy right now it seems like everything is okay let me get a phone call oh my mama got COVID oh my mama's in the house all kind of stuff is going on but I'm so glad that there's one constant variable when we live in a changing world we serve a God that's the same yesterday today and forevermore he said in the same way you worship me before the pandemic he said I expect for you to worship me the same way if not greater even during the pandemic Oh, God, I got to hurry, y'all. Here's the thing right here. Here's the thing right here. Oh, God, I, I don't want to start preaching, but it's so good to see you, Brother Smelser. I'm not going to be asleep if I don't tell you, hey, I love you, man. So good to see you. Amen. You can never discern. You, you can never decipher, y'all, who's an authentic Christian or an authentic worshiper or somebody that's faking it until a storm comes. You can never discern. You can never decipher when everything is going good. You can never tell if their worship is real. Here it is. Until it's been challenged. You see, because anybody can worship God with two working cars in the driveway. Oh, yeah. We can tear the church up and worship God when we get a promotion, when we get that degree, when we, when we announce we're getting ready to have a baby, are we getting ready to get married? Everybody can worship then. Nobody is talking behind your back uh, everybody is singing your praises but what happens uh, when life throws some curveballs uh, what happens y'all uh, when all hell breaks loose uh, that's your challenge to see uh, if your worship is for real uh, I love Job y'all uh, because he took hit after hit blow after blow uh, but yet he pushed past his anger he pushed past his confusion uh, he pushed past all of his 
out and he continued to worship God. I'm just wondering on this Friday night, is there anybody in here that's saying, preacher, I've been going through it 2020. The enemy has been beating my head in. The enemy has been telling me to wave the white flag of surrender. The enemy has told me to just ball up in a fetal position and just stay home. Has anybody felt like that this year where the enemy has told you it ain't going to get no better? You might as well just give in. But can somebody testify and say, I am a true worshiper. I don't just turn my worship on and turn my worship off. But do I got some Holy Ghost filled people who can say it's my worship that keeps me balanced. It's my worship that keeps me sane. It's my worship that keeps me from not going back to the club. It's my worship that keeps me in the house of God. Do I got any witnesses out there who can say it's my worship that stops me from smoking and drinking. It's my worship. Even when I want to turn my back on God, my worship pulls me to the house of God. It's my worship that keeps me peaceful. It's my worship that keeps me sane. When the whole world is going crazy, everybody's killing themselves. Everybody is acting crazy and cutting up. I can fall on my knees. I can throw my hands up. And I can feel peace that passes all understanding. I can feel God wrap his arms around me. I can feel his embrace. I can feel his love. I may lose people. I may lose things. But as long as I keep my worship, I'm going to make it through anything, honey. I said I'm going to beat anything if I never lose my worship. I'm getting ready to quit, but I need everybody to throw your hands up for a few minutes. And I want you to throw your head back and worship him right now. Come on, all the hell you've been through the last five months, the last six months, the devil has tried to break you down. The devil has tried to make you second guess yourself. The devil has tried to destroy you, but yet you still stand. Yet you're still in the house of God. It's your worship. Come on, child of God. It's your worship. It's your worship. When nobody else can help me. Nobody else understands me. It's my worship. Come on, I'm getting ready to quit, but I feel God in this house. Somebody set an atmosphere. Somebody set an atmosphere. Somebody welcome Jesus here. He's already here, but personally welcome him yourself. You're welcome here, Lord. You're welcome here, Lord. I want you to reside right here. I want you to sit on me right now, God. I want to feel the weight of your glory. I'll worship you. I'll shout. I'll dance. I'll praise. Even if I got to do it by myself. Because I need you to come now. Anything can happen when worship is in the room. Anything is possible when worship is in the room. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. 
You can't lose it. You can't lose it. Hear me, young person. Hear me, adult. You cannot lose your worship. Sometimes that's the only thing we have left. Is our worship. You think you're having a bad year. You think 2020 is your worst year. Just imagine how Job felt, y'all. Everything we read about didn't happen in a year. It happened the same day. Y'all not hearing me. Keep talking about this is a rough year. This is the worst year ever. This man went through everything we're going through in a year in a day. All ten of his kids. If that's not enough, his own wife. Good God Almighty. His own wife came to him and said, honey, I know you're a deacon at the church and I know you worship and you're a man of integrity. I know you're a prayerful man. But you still going to serve God? After all of this? I'm the one. See, we always talk about Job losing the ten kids. How do you think Sister Job felt? She carried those kids. How do you think she felt? She told him, she said, I don't know about you, but if it was me, I'll curse God and die. Child of God, you got to get to a place that even if your family don't want to worship. Even if your spouse don't want to worship no more. If your children, your siblings want to backslide, you got to get to the place to say, I love you. I'll always love you. You may have my last name. You may have my same blood. But you are not bigger than my Jesus. I love you, but I don't love you that much where I'm going to curse God. If you want to curse God, that's on you. But I'll never curse the man that holds my breath. He told his wife, he said, I, he said, I get it, baby. I lost, I lost the kids too. I, I lost all my money. I lost my cars. I lost it all. I get it, baby. He said, I'm going through it too, but I can't curse God. Are you serious? Uh, this the man that takes. This the man that gives. Uh, if that's not enough, his three closest friends, uh, they didn't have anything good to say to him. Uh, all they had to say was just come and say, well, you must have seen Jehovah. Man, you look terrible. You look bad. Uh, that's why it's important in this season uh, to make Make sure you got the right people in your corner. You, I'm just talking, y'all. You better make sure you got the right people in your ear. Because if you got the wrong folks, if you got all carnal friends during this pandemic, they going to tell you just curse God. Forget about church. Just stay home. I ain't going to church. But they go to Walmart, but they don't want to come to church. They go to work, but they don't want to come to church. They go to the beach, but they don't want to go. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You need to leave those carnal jokers alone and say, I got to get connected to some people that got some faith. I got to connect myself with some people that know how to worship. During this pandemic, you got to change some friends. You got to change some relationships. People that's going to stop you from worshiping. Jesus, I, 
I'm getting ready to close, but I feel God pushing me through here because uh, because I'm ministering to people right now. There's people that saying that you're, you're pulling at me. Uh, you're saying, preacher, you don't understand uh, what I've been through just these last five, six, seven months uh, of 2020. I'm preaching not only to young people, I'm preaching to even adults. Uh, I'm preaching to people right now. You're saying you don't understand. Uh, COVID-19 almost took me out. Uh, COVID-19 did take one of my loved ones out. Uh, there's somebody that's in preacher. Uh, I've gone through a divorce during this pandemic or we're separated. Uh, preacher, our house got foreclosed on. Preacher, we lost our car. Preacher, I got all kind of bills stacking up uh, these last five, six, seven years. Uh, but I've got good news for you, my beloved. Uh, as long as you can keep your worship, uh, I promise you God is going to see you through he's not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should repent he said if you can keep your worship I promise you I may not take you out of it he said but I'll walk with you through it I'll grab your hand I'll pick you up when you get tired I'll scoot you along the way but you're going to get to the other side you're going to get out of this pandemic this pandemic will not destroy you this will not be your final destination if you keep your worship God said we're going to the other side and I'm preaching to my real worshipers tonight I know some of y'all can't feel this type of preaching but I'm preaching to some real worshipers who can say preacher I came to this house on this Friday night not knowing how church was going to be not knowing if I could scream or shout if I could move or sit down but I came to this house tonight because I've been going through hell and high water all 2020 but I felt that if I can make my way to the house of the Lord tonight and if I could get my worship on I felt that God was going to meet me in this house well you're correct ma'am you're correct sir he's already in this house and he's just waiting to connect with your worship he's just waiting to connect with your praise he said I'm just waiting I'm just waiting he said I'm looking for some true worshipers God is looking for true worshipers those who worship him in spirit and in truth I believe I know it in all of y'all but I believe I got at least 30 or 40 of y'all who can say preacher ain't nothing gonna stop my worship I got some people that's t- I got people that's pulling on me right now that's saying preacher keep preaching to me keep speaking to me the devil's been trying to hold me down the devil's been lying to me the devil told me it'll never get better the devil told me I'm gonna die I will somebody make the devil a liar right now and step out of your seat and say I'm breaking out tonight I'm breaking out of depression I'm breaking out of anxiety I'm breaking out of all this dark place I'm gonna worship God I'm going to worship God tonight. I'm going to worship God. You know, I got to do it by myself. If I got to go in a corner by myself, if I got to fall on my knees, if I got to crawl to the altar, if I got to fall on my face, I'm going to worship God. I 
dare somebody right now to lose your mind in worship. I dare somebody right now to forget about the pandemic. Forget about COVID-19 and just lose yourself in worship. Lose yourself in praise. Let yourself go and say enough is enough of this. I'm sick and tired of being bound. I'm sick and tired of being handcuffed. I'm sick and tired of being shackled. It's time to worship. It's time to worship. It's time to worship. It's time to worship. Come on, child of God. We've been bound all year. We've been shackled all year. We've been locked up all year. I think tonight is a good night for somebody to release some worship. I think tonight is a good night for somebody to lose their mind. I think tonight is a good night for you to do something crazy. Lose yourself in worship. Worship challenge. Worship challenge. Worship challenge. Worship challenge. The ball is in your court, ma'am. The ball is in your court, sir. The devil has given you his best shot. What is your response? What is your response? Is your response with your arms folded? Is your response with your hands in your pocket? Or is your response worship? Is your response shouting and dancing? Is your response praise? Worship challenge. Worship challenge. What's your response? What's your response to the enemy? What's your response to hell? What's your response to the devil? Are you going to worship or complain? Are you going to worship or cry? Are you going to worship or murmur? Are you going to worship? Hey, Akarabakosa. Right where you're standing, throw your hands up, come on, lift your voice loud right now like a trumpet, and worship the king, worship the king of kings, worship the lord of lords, worship, worship, yes, yes. Yes, I will not be quiet. I will not be silent. I will not be quiet. I will not shut up. But I'm going to worship. I'm going to worship. Oh God, I feel, I feel something shaking in here. I feel something moving in here. Somebody's getting renewing right now. Somebody's getting refilled right now. Somebody is getting what they need right now. Because you put the focus on Jesus. Hey. 
as you're worshiping, as you're worshiping, I know everybody feels different about altar calls. Uh, but if you came with somebody in your group uh, and if they are okay with it, I need you to worship with them right now. I need you to pray with them right now. Only if it's appropriate. Uh, don't offend anybody. Uh, if there's somebody in your group, uh, I want you to link up with them right now. And I want you to pray with them in the name of Jesus. Somebody's going to receive the Holy Ghost tonight. Somebody's going to get refilled tonight. Somebody's going to get healed tonight. Somebody's going to get delivered tonight. Somebody's going to be emancipated tonight. In the name of Jesus. Hey. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it from the back to the front make this house a house of worship make this house a house of worship make this place a house of worship somebody accept the challenge somebody accept the challenge somebody tell the devil I accept your challenge I accept the challenge and here's my response Here's my rebuttal. It's worship. Here's my response. Here's my fight. It's worship. It's worship. Worship. I'm getting ready to release you. I promise you. We're getting ready to sing in a few minutes. I want everybody to listen to me while you're praying. You can stay right where you are. That's fine. I want everybody to listen to me while you're praying. What you've gone through these last few months are different than what I've gone through. What you've gone through is different than what the person behind you to the right left of you have gone through. But can we all be honest? We've all gone through something. I said we've all gone through something this year. And this is what I want you to do before we go into a little worship. I want you to close your eyes and lift your hands one more time. And I want you to picture everything you've gone through in 2020 right now. Everything this pandemic has taken you through. Everything you've lost in 2020. Come on. Some of you have lost. You've lost precious loved ones. Uh, you've lost precious family members and friends. Uh, maybe not physically to COVID-19. I'm talking about even people that maybe backslid. Uh, not in the house of God anymore. And it grieves your heart. Uh, it hurts you every time you picture them. Uh, I want you to think about every misfortune this year. Uh, everything you've suffered. Uh, all the heaviness. Uh, all the dark places uh, all the nightmares uh, all the suicidal ideation uh, all those nasty faults uh, everything that the enemy has tried to use uh, to break you and destroy you come on uh, I want you to get a picture of it right now uh, keep those hands lifted right now 
I want you to get a picture of it right now. Everything. Uh, everybody that's trying to take you out. Uh, that's trying to destroy you and break you down. Uh, come on. You can't conquer what you, what you will not face. Uh, you cannot defeat what you will not confront. Uh, I want you to confront it right now. Uh, get it right there in your face. Uh, I know it makes you feel a little agitated. I know you don't even want to think about it. Uh, you don't even want to see that person face anymore. Uh, but I want you to get a picture of it. Because uh, after this next worship, uh, God said you will not deal with it anymore. Uh, you will not see it anymore. Uh, he said no more nightmares after tonight. Uh, you will get sweet sleep after tonight. Uh, God said I'm healing it tonight. Uh, y'all better hear me prophesy right now. Uh, he said I'm healing it tonight. Uh, he said it won't affect you anymore. Uh, it won't make you cry anymore. I feel the spirit of God right now. I want you to lift your hands right now. And I'm going to count to three in the name of Jesus. And I prophetically speak right now. That this next worship is going to kill every spirit. It's going to kill every devil. It's going to kill every child. It's going to kill every ancestral curse. In the name of Jesus. Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? I feel prophetic. I feel prophetic right now. There's some things getting ready to be loose right now. In the name of Jesus. When I count to three, I want you to lift your voice as loud as you can. I want you to lose your mind. Because God said after tonight is over. After tonight you will be set free. One. declare it I decree it I stand upon the authority that's on the word of God that's in the name of Jesus two I feel a release coming I feel a release coming I feel a release coming come on get every negative thought get every bad thought put it right in your face right now three
on, come on, come on, come on. Don't you dare stop until you feel your release. Don't you dare stop running. Don't you dare stop jumping. Don't you dare stop worshiping until you feel every chain is broken. Until you feel every weight is lifted off of you. Don't you dare stop worshiping until you feel like worship. Until you feel lighter, honey. Don't you dare stop. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Your worship is pulling down strongholds. Your worship is casting out spirit. Somebody can receive the Holy Ghost right now. There's somebody in here that can speak in tongues for the first time right now. There's enough faith in this house. There's enough power in this house.
It's already a little bit warm in here. Your shirt's already untucked. Your heels might already be off. So we're going to do something else. But I, I believe we're going to seal this victory in worship tonight. The thing is, is a lot of times before you worship, you don't feel like worshiping. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we feel it. it, it something makes us feel it. But a lot of times we say, I don't, I don't feel it yet, so I don't feel like I can. I don't feel like I can worship until I feel like worshiping. Until I feel like I'm losing control. But this is the thing, and we hear this a lot, but it's going to help us right now in just these next two minutes. If you'll just go ahead and do it. If you'll just go ahead and push past the flesh. If you'll just go ahead and step into that place that you're not comfortable, that, that your flesh is not comfortable doing it. And I believe in this. I believe in wearing your flesh out. I believe in shouting until you can't shout no more. Until you're sore in the morning. But it does something for the spirit. It does something in the spirit. It changes something in you. You can aggressively praise towards your problem and towards the enemy. And I believe that the Lord wants to seal your deliverance tonight. I believe the Lord wants to seal what he's done for you tonight. So I wish that somebody with the Holy Ghost right now will begin to talk in tongues, will begin to shout, will begin to stomp. I don't care if you can't dance. I don't care if you if it don't look right, just go ahead and push out, push past the flesh. Just go ahead and push. God's gonna do it. Shout, go ahead and shout. If you don't ever jump, go ahead and jump. say that's just a bunch of emotion that's just that's just a bunch of show that just gets you hyped up praise is my weapon and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal it's spiritual when you begin to dance something happens in the spirit when you begin to praise it might look funny that's okay it might feel funny but soon you start feeling your help soon you start if you don't feel it when you start, you're going to feel it in just a few seconds. If you'll just say, I, I don't care what I feel like. I'm going to worship. I'm going to dance with all my might. I'm going to stomp on the devil's head. I don't
feel like if somebody would just let loose for another few seconds. I'm giving, if it's you, I'm giving you the opportunity right now. If it's you, I'm giving you the opportunity right now. Just go ahead and let loose. Just go ahead and stomp on the devil's head. Go ahead and worship in the devil's face. Go ahead and worship in the midst of your problem. Watch what God will do because of it. All right? One, two, one, two. for just blessings I really thought this thing would make them stop I really thought this situation would make them quit making the devil a liar tonight making the devil a liar tonight the devil can't stand this the enemy can't stand this because something's changing when you begin to worship something's changing when you begin to get beside yourself and get outside your flesh Just for another minute, if you got the Holy Ghost, I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. I know we've been shouting and dancing, that's fine if you are. But if you got the Holy Ghost, I want you to lift up your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost. Listen, a word from the Lord to the person that thinks the presence of God is gone from their life. David went and reclaimed when he humbled himself and he praised and he worshiped. The Lord wants to tell somebody tonight this is a word from the Lord. 
You need to receive that. And if you will humble yourself and you will get outside your flesh and you will dance with all your might like David danced and you will push past that thought in your mind, you're going to feel the presence of the Lord back in your life like you haven't felt in a long time. And I'm sorry if you're too tired for that, but the Lord's still speaking. I wish that somebody would lift up your voice right now and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. And if you need to receive that word, if you need to just push past your flesh and humble yourself and reclaim the presence of God in your life again. Whatever you got to do, do it with all your might right now. Come on, somebody. Humble yourself enough to push past your flesh right now. I'm telling you, the presence of God is still at work in your life. The Lord still got His hand on you. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the Lord doesn't just work inside a building. But while we're having service in here tonight and the Word of God's going forth in faith and prayer and worship and chains are being broken. You know, we pray before these kind of services, God. You know what people need and send, send them. Send them here. Send those that are broken, those that are troubled, things that are happening. We, so we can see God work and restore in people's lives. And, and that, that happens in the church. But tonight, uh, there's a man that was driving up and down the road here. And the, the Lord told him, said, you need to turn in right here. And they just walked in with uh, Anthony, and he's got some things. And, and, and I, you know, matter of fact, if, if you're recording or doing anything, let's just cut that off. Let's turn all the video and stuff off right now because we don't need to broadcast anything right now. But this man stepped in here, and, and he's just got some things going on in his life. He needs God to work in his life, and the Lord directed him right here. This is a youth conference. He may feel young, but I feel like he wouldn't identify.